Okay, Boker Tov. Today's daf is daf Yud Ches in Shkolem. We learn for a four Shleimah for Tov from Miriam Bastvar Mindel. From the very top line on the page, skipping the first three words that we find on our page, some Gersas have it with the first two words in parentheses, some have it with the third word. The Gemara will start from the fourth word on the first line. Tani, HaShulchan HaYinosun Mechatzim Ezbechel Ufnim. The Shulchan was placed inside the Heichal from halfway inside. What does it mean, halfway? The Heichal was 40 Amas long, so it was halfway inside there. Okay, but what does it mean, halfway of the, of the, um, of the 40? If you count the Kachikachim, which is another 20, we'll see that it's a third of the way in. So it's a little bit, it's not quite a halfway in. So this means it's halfway in, meaning the entrance was from the east side going towards the west. So the Shulchan was from half of the Heichal inside towards the west. Mashuch menakoso beis amos hamachza. Two and a half amos klapiat sofo, meaning the Shulchan, we learned, we learned the other day that the, um, uh, right, right, the Shulchan, I'm sorry, the Shulchan was, uh, was uh, two and a half amos from the north side of the Heichal. And the menorah was on the south side opposite it. Also, as we'll see, two and a half amos away. Mizbach, Mizbech Hazov, Hayinosim Be'emtsabayas. The Mizbech Hazov was halfway inside the Heichal. Cholek Esabayas, Mechetzio Vufnim, Moshech Kimaklapichutz. And that was, um, it was a little bit more than, uh, it was halfway inside, and it split, it sort of split, it split the Heichal in two. Chazazamim, Moshech Kimaklapichutz, towards the outside. So that means that it was halfway in, but it was a little bit towards the outside. Klapi chutz would mean towards the east. Uh, now, kulan, all of them, what does that mean? The shulchanos, as we said, there was one shulchan, but we said that there was uh, ten more that Shlomo Melech made. So all of them were from a third of the, a third of the bias inside. A third means, if you count the kachim kutch, also, so then it's a, a, a third of the way in, meaning halfway in the heichal, which is a third of the way if you count the whole uh, pl- the whole building, including the heichal and the kotcha kotchim. Esmeros also shlomo shlomo melech made ten extra menorahs. Shneamar vayasas menorahs azov. He made the menorahs of eser ten of them. Kimishpato according to their according to the requirements and specifications. Vayiten beheichal Hashem heimiyam in there. So and he put in the he put them in the heichal. Five on the right and five on the left. Now here gets the same question that we discussed uh, with the uh, that we discussed. Where were they? Where were they? Were they on the east? In other words, when he when he made these um, the menorahs, the same thing we had yesterday's stuff with the shulchanas. Were they on the east of the doorway? The doorway leading into the Eichel was 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 right in the middle. So it doesn't mean half on the right and half on the left, if that would be the case. Im Tomar, if you say, hey, but suf, if, if that would be the case, then hey, but suf, and hey, but Then it turns out that since the, uh, the door of the base of Migdash, the door of the Heichal, was right in the middle, and if five were to the right and five were to the left, that means that some of them, uh, that some of them would be in the north. Im Tomar, hey, but suf, hey, the menorah has to be in the south. The menorah is opposite the shulchan. The shulchan was in the north, the menorah was in the south. It was on the side of the mishkan towards the south. So, the, so you couldn't place any menorahs in the north. So it couldn't be that the five, uh, five to the right and five to the left means right to the left of the door. Meaning five on the right of the menorah of Moshe. Menorah is small and five on its left. 
even though even so even though he made uh, there were he made ten additional ones like he had ten extra shulchanos. Only, they only lit the one. They only lit the menorah. They only lit the one of Moshe's. the menorah of gold, and it's uh, sticks. And it's you know it's it's it sticks. Levayer to burn be'er be'er. In other words, mashma that menorah was burned. Rabbi Yosef no al kulon. And just like he had a machlokas yesterday by the shulchanot, he says over here also al kulon imaver. He they uh, took tur- they took turns and they and they. Uh, they lit the different uh, menorahs as well. All the other ten also. Shnemar ves menoros. The menoros when they are saying, man, it sticks levarm to burn them. Kamish, but according to the requirements, lefnei advir before they echokotche kotchem zohav sagur. What was the menorah made out of? It's made out of refined gold. Sagur means closed. We'll see what that means. Vaperach and the flowers, vaneros and the sticks, the candelabra, malchaim and the tongs. Zavu miklos zohav. Finishing gold, closing gold. What does that mean? Hankilazov shall the guess it should be Shlomo. That completed all the gold of Shlomo. Some farsh mask that Moshe that Shlomo had uh, had unlimited gold. So what does it mean? It finished. It means that when when uh, this gold was out there, nobody else could sell their gold. This gold was so refined, it was it was like you know a, a million percent pure. So no other nobody wanted to buy any other gold. So it was the menorahs were made out of that. And machlokas whether they lit only Moshe's or they lit the other ones as well. Uh, they took uh, they took turns lighting the different ones. So we have this idea that the additional shulchanos and additional menorahs that Mo, that uh, Shlomo made, the the shulchanos were in the north, the menorahs are in the south. But they were all in the north and the south respectively. You couldn't have any menorahs in the north, and you couldn't have any shulchanos in the south. How did that work? So we explained that they had five and five, five on the right and five on the left, either against the wall or if the, even if they were uh, if they were uh, end to end, um, so to speak, from the north towards the south or from the south towards the north, they had them in two groups of five, like the Gemara says in the in Menachos, so that so that none of the shulchanos went into the southern portion of the heichel and none of the menorahs went into the northern portion of the heichel. Turn Rabbi Yerushalmi how did Shlomo refine the gold? He would take a thousand talents of gold, elf kikrisov, put him into the smelting furnace into the to refine it into the furnace and he would take machu mamidin alechad. In other words, he would constantly refine it and burn it in again and again and again into the burning furnace to refine it down until he made from a thousand talents, he made it down to one. That's how pure it was. He kept burning and burning it. To fulfill the, what the Paschal's kickers of tahor, pure a talent of, of, of talent of pure gold also, so he made it hundred percent pure. You couldn't get it any pure. Tanya Amar Biyosim Rav Yudam. I said there's a story with the menorah zov shasa Moshe b'midbar. Doesn't really mean if we're talking about the one in the Moshe it means the one in the base Hamikdash was um, pure. Vaisi Yisera Dinosov. It was the the um, the menorah that they used in the base Hamikdash. Had more uh, gold in it than the menorah of Moshe, so they wanted to refine it down to the size of Moshe's. Where they put it into the furnace, shmonim palm eighty times, and nothing got diminished. Nothing got depleted from the original amount from that extra kikar, from the extra dinarzov. It was it still stayed. Now, does this make sense? We just said before that you can refine it a thousand times and get it pure and pure, more refined. The Yosting Mar says, "No, it's good. Until it's 100% pure, 
and then it would continue to lose as it would it would miss it, as you put it into the furnace and refined it so the impurities would fall off and you'd be left with pure gold as you refined it every time you refined it more and more impurities and dross or whatever left it and and evaporated out or got you got rid of but once it was 100% pure when i say 100% 1000% a million percent means it couldn't be any purer than that. Then if you put it into the furnace again and again and again, nothing would be lost because it's already as pure as it's going to get. So we said before, at the beginning of the parish, we said that there were 13 chests and there were 13 tables and there were 13 bowings. And here we talk about the Shloshas Reh Shofros, the 13, uh, the 13, we're going sort of in reverse order from the Mishnah, First, we described the shechtachavot, the the bowing down, the place that they bowed down. Then the shochanos, and now we talk about the shofars. There were thirteen chests in which people put money in uh, for different purposes, and we'll see what they what, what they're talking about now. What are the thirteen? There were thirteen chests in the Bidjish, because of lay, and they and they had names on them. One is teklin chadatin. That's shkolim chadashim. New, new, the new shkolim that you're supposed to give every year before Nisan. Teklin chadatin. Then the old ones people didn't give from previous years. You couldn't use old money for new carbonus, but they would put it in, it would become part of the Shiari Lishcha, for which from which they uh, they, constru- they they built the walls and the uh, public works, etc. Kenan Vagosle Ola. Now here we're gonna have a discussion about that. Birds. Kenan is a nest of birds and Gosle Ola. Okay, so <clears throat> what do we mean by that? Is that two? We'll see. The Gemara is gonna he's gonna say right away, even before the Gemara, the mission is gonna say Kenan is a pair of birds, and Goslem are a pair of birds. Are we talking about two different kinds of birds? Or are we talking about two different kinds of carbonos? Remember, if you give a, a donation, a donation can either be an ola or shlom. You cannot make a donation of a chatas or an osham. Now, when it comes to birds, there is only two kinds, chatas and ola. But an ola, you can give a donation. You can give one bird, you can give two birds, you can give ten birds. A chatas is, is generally... Uh, one one um, chatas, uh, when, you, when you're mechuyif to give a uh, birds like a yoledas or a zava who has to bring a couple of birds, then it's one chatas and one ola. So we'll see what we mean. We see a nest of birds and pigeons of, of, of for ola. So is that one or two? We'll see. Eight them. You can get one one box, one chest was identified as for wood. People donated wood for the wood pile. Lavona people in, uh, who donated the uh, spices, the frankincense. Zov le Kaporos, people donated gold for the Kalim and the base of Megdush, including the Kaporos, which went on the Aram. That's seven. So you have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. And then Shishon David, the last six were for Nadavas, for people who wanted to bring Karbanos. They wanted to bring, uh, uh, they, they put money in to bring Karbanos as donations. Why were there six? The Gemara will explain why there were six, what that means. Uh, the first Pratik Mar says there were six because there were so many donations, they didn't want the money to spoil it. They needed it to air out, uh, to get some oxygen. So they had six of, six of those. Other reasons are brought down, we'll see. So again, the first box was for the new shkalm that were brought each and every year for Nisan. I've taken the old ones, the ones we didn't bring last year, and they still owe that money from last year, so they bring that money, they put it in this box. They give it for the new year, but it doesn't really go for the Karbanas. As we said, it goes for the Shiare Halishcha. Kinen Hain Torin. So the Mishnah says, in the first opinion, that the Kinen and the Gozleol, those are two boxes, two different boxes. Kinen Hain Torin. Those are one kind of birds. Uh, Torin are, are one kind of birds or, or doves. 
And the Gozeola is another kind of verse. In other words, we've learned many times that there's two kinds of the Torah, so that's what we mean over here. So uh, one box is for one kind of bird, one kind is for another kind of bird, but they're both olas. For Gozeola, hein b'neyona. So again, the one is for Torah, which are one kind of bird, and the other one, the b'neyona, is for the other bird. So those are two boxes. Kulonos, but they're all olos. Because they did not have any boxes, there was no box for carbonos that you have to bring as a chov. For example, as we said, a mitzora or a lettuce or a zava, zava, they bring a couple of birds, one for chatzel and all. He says, no, there was none, uh, there was no box for that, says Rabbiuda. We'll see why. We'll see why Rabbiuda says there was no box for those requirements. But Chomarm says, no, kinen echel chatos vechat ola. When it says Kenan, that box was for the required carbonos. When somebody had to bring, like a Zavar, Zavar, Yolettis, had to bring a couple of birds, one chathos and all, that was what Kenan was. That was that box. That was box number three. And box number four, Gozle Ola Kulanols. If you wanted to bring a, a free will offering, a donation, you brought a couple of birds. You could bring one bird too, but if you bought two birds, that's what the fourth box was for. What's the reason for that? We'll see the Machlokas, what Gemara is going to explain. Uh, in a few minutes, what what we'll see in a few minutes, what what it, that's all about. Omer harayalites, and let's say a person side bringing wood, but it's plural. Leave us mistake is you got to bring at least two logs. We'll see these logs weren't logs like we think of putting on a fireplace. They're more like squares, or more like uh, blocks. Okay, because he said eats him. Levona, if he donated the frankincense, leave us because he has to be at least a comb. It's a handful, as we'll see, based on passing. Zov, if he said zov, and he mentioned coins. It's got to bring at least a dinner of, which is like the smallest gold coin. It's a lot of money, but it's, a, it's got to bring at least a gold coin, uh, a, a dinner of, which was worth like 25 regular dinners. But in any case, that's if he specified it as a coin. If he didn't say coin, then you could bring any other gold instrument or gold vessel. Okay. Shishla Nadava, six for Nadava. Nadava Mayo what did they? What did they do? What when they gave it as a free will donation? Those uh, there, there were six boxes. There was a lot of money coming in there. What did they do? Lokan then olos. They brought olos with it. Olos means that they're totally burnt, not the hide. The whole animal is burnt. Habosel Hashem. The buser goes to God, so to speak. It's burnt. But olos the kohanim and the hides go to the kohanim. darshan this drasha. The pasuk says asham hu. It's an asham. An asham means a carbon asham, which goes to the coin. The coin gets to eat the carbon asham. So it's all them. And then it says, asham uh, hu, asham asham lashem. It's a carbon, it's a guilt offering for God. So how do you resolve that? On the one hand, an asham goes for, goes to kohanim. The kohanim get to eat the meat, and they get to keep the hide. Asham lashem means it sounds like it's burnt to God. What does it mean? Zeklal. Koshim mishim chatos mishim asidashim it this way. Anytime you have extra money, you donated, a, you, not you donated, you had to bring a chatos or an asham, requirements for having done certain sins, and there was extra money there. With the extra money, you buy olos. Why? Because olos, even though an ashram is for the coin, uh, and so is the chatas, but with an ola, you fulfill both ideas, that it's both for the koanim and for God. The koanim get to keep the hides, and the meat goes to the koan, it goes to Hashem, is burned. The buser goes to God because you burn it. And the high go to the Kohanim. So you see, both ideas are fulfilled. It's an Asham on the one hand, that it goes to the Kohanim. And the other hand, it goes to God. How can you have Asham that way? It means the extra part, when you had extra money, 
uh, from the Hashem that goes for something which is which goes both for God and for the person. Hashem Hashem, Hashem Lekoin. Both things are fulfilled. It goes to God and it goes to the coin. Vomer the pasuk says, Kesef Hashem v'Kesef Chatos. The money for the guilt offering for the sin offering Lo Yuva Beis Hashem Lekoinim should be for the Koanim. We'll describe what that means. Uh, that it that it goes for the koanim, meaning that the koanim get to eat it, get get to eat that, and we'll bring another pasuk also at the end of the gemara today. Tanya Rabbi Yehuda, Lo Yeshafu Yehuda Machlokus in the mission between the uh, Rabbi Yehuda and the Chachamim. That third and fourth box where they both, <coughs> according to the Chacham, according to Rabbi Yehuda, they were two different kinds of birds, but it was the same kind. It was all free will offerings. There was no chatos there. There was no uh, obligation, obligational birds that had to be brought. <clears throat> and the Rachacham say no, uh, that you could have uh, one box was for obligational offerings, which usually was a chatos and an ola, and one was for nadavos. Let me just, let me preface this by saying this. Remember we learned before that a carbon chatos, a chatos has a certain halach lamosh misinai, that if the owner died or some other soul happened, for example, the chatos, which normally has to be less than a year old, it got its birthday, so it's past its year, or the vlad of a chatos, a chatos is, is a kisporosira of a regular commoner. Let's say it had a baby. <clears throat> what do you do with the baby? It's, it has the kedusha of a chatos, and you can't bring it because there's no sin for, for to which to bring it for, for for which to bring it. So what do you do with it? So it's a halacha moshmasina. You let them die. You lock them up and you let them die. Again, even though we have a rule, it's a daraisa. According to according to Vashu says that it's a daraisa. The what of Tsar Balachayim, but it's not, it's even though it's not one of the Tariag, but it's still a Doraisa. But this is a special Allah Mash Misina, you have to let him die. You can have the same thing with a bird. Let's say the bird's owner died. The the owner had to bring a chata, let's say the owner was a Zava, a Zava, and a chatas, had to bring a chatas and an Ola bird. And let's say the owner died. What do you do with the chatas bird? You have to let it die. You can't do anything with it. You can't bring it as a carbon, you have to let it die. So Arbutus says that's the problem. If people give their money um, as a requirement for two birds, a chatos and an ola, and then that person dies, you can't bring the carbon. Now, if it gets mixed up, if it's in the money, if the money is in the box with many others mixed up in there, and then all of a sudden, let's say the lady who brought it dies, so you can't bring any of the money because that money has to be destroyed, right? You can't, you have to destroy it. And, and that money is for that person has to be destroyed. So, and you don't know who, which money it is. All the money's mixed up. So you have to destroy all of it. So he says, don't, don't make a box like that. Tanya Rabbi Yudah, lo yashofer shal kinen mishalayim. There was no shofer of kinen minen of, of uh, uh, obligatory birds, which included achatas and ola, neatruvus, because it's all mixed up. Shema tomus achas, maybe one of the women, mostly it's usually women's, yoldos and zavos, who brought these carbonos, pairs of birds, achatas and ola. And let's say hundreds and hundreds of women put their money into this box, and one of them died. It happens, right? One of them died. Shema Thomas Achas, right? Venim Sedemechatos Mesos, Muravaspan said the other day that Russia was speaking about, you know, how the, the vaccine, the people who don't believe in the vaccine, the vaccine obviously has been so good that practic- practically, let's assume nobody has died you know, after they got the double vaccination and they weren't sick at the time and weeks w- went by. So, so, so people said, yes, but somebody did die. So he said, well, if you took, you know, a million people went to the mikveh that day, some of them will die also, right? If you took a million people, some are going to die. That doesn't mean that the mikveh killed them. It means that they were going to die for some other reason, right? So that you can't prove anything from these, uh, 
you know, uh, from these anecdotal stories about, I heard somebody got the, sh- got the vaccine and then they died. You know, you can't go with that. So here too, somebody's going to die, right? <laughs> the thousands of women brought their money into this kupa. Somebody died, right? So what's going to happen? Somebody, maybe you die. And then to Dubai Chatos Mesos, more of a sudden, now you have the, the, the money of Chatos Mesos. These birds have to be put to death or the money has to be destroyed. And it's mixed up in there. So what do you do? How can you bring all the other kabbalas? All the money will have to go to waste. It'll have to be destroyed. And all those people who brought money for their kabbalas, it's gone. What are they going to do? I, Batanya, what do you mean? How, that's what Yudah says. That's what Yudah says. There was no box for obligatory offerings. There was one box for uh, pigeons and one for doves, if, whatever, the, whatever the names of the uh, Torah and Ben-Aon are in English, right? They, there was one box for those and one box for those. I, Batanya, we learn. The woman says, listen, I'm bringing a, uh, a nest. She puts it inside. She puts it in there. And she can eat kachim in the evening, meaning she can assume that the Kohanim brought her carbon on time. She doesn't have to be concerned. Maybe the Kohanim were lazy and they didn't bring it on time. In other words, she puts her money in the box and says, okay, I'm bringing this is the money for the kabanas. Please bring my kabanas. That night, after Shkia, she can rest assured that the Kohanim brought all the birds that day, and she's tar because she, can, she can't eat kachim until she's brought her kabanas. She can assume her kabanas were brought. Similarly, ain't a coin chashish. The coin does not have to be concerned. She had to make chatos meses merosin. She had coin not be concerned. Maybe somebody died. Yeah, that, that's a far thing to say. If hundreds of people brought, but you don't have to assume that. Maybe somebody did, but we don't have to assume that. We don't have to be concerned that maybe somebody died and they're bringing the carbon of somebody who died. Uh, you don't have to assume that, uh, that there's a that one of those women had died. You don't have to be concerned about it. It's possible, but you don't have to assume that they did. So what do you see? Rabbi says you're worried about somebody who's going to die. The bride says you're not worried about somebody's going to die. Rabbi doesn't seem to argue over there. So the Gemara says, Rabbi is talking about if you know for sure that somebody died. Let's say there was 500 women who brought their money that day. And then it turned out that they knew that some one of them died. Well, if one of them died and their, her money's mixed up with all the other money, you have to destroy all the money. Or if, you had, if, if they were all converted into birds, they brought all the birds and she died. So you'd have to destroy all those birds because you can't bring any of them as a carbon. He's talking about when you know for sure. But if you're not, if you don't know for sure, you don't have to destroy it all. In other words, Rabbi says, therefore, we didn't make a box for that. Better not to make a box for that. Each, each lady had to bring a carbon. She gave it individually and did it that way. However, if one of the women did, one of the women who had an obligatory offering of a chatas and an ola, and she put her money into the box of the nadava, let's say, and she says, okay, she brought it. She says, Khan, she brings it in there. And you don't have to be concerned that maybe she died. If you know for sure that she died, then you have a problem because that money's mixed up, but you don't have to be concerned. But the question is, there was a box? No, there was no, according to me, there was no special box for that. There was one box for the owner and for the B'nai and one for the Torah. V'yamrinan. But wait a minute, we have another problem. We have another way out of that. Let's assume 500 women brought their money that day, right? And there's, let's say, every bird costs four zoos, so there's uh, 2,000 zoos in the, in the box. And then one of the women died. So what's the problem? Take four zoos out of the 2,000 zoos and throw that into the Yamamelf. Destroy that. So you've, you've given hers. You can assume that's her money. The Amina Nivara Ba Zuze. So pick out four zoos, throw it into the river and destroy it. Why can't you resolve the problem that way? Why do you say there's no box and you can't make a box because maybe somebody will die? Let's say she died. So take four zoos out and say that's her money. 
the other 1996 uh, uh, coins will be okay. So I mean, Bialma, Rabbiuda, let's say Breira. What is Breira means? You're assuming now that you'll assume when, we, when you take these four out, these forces, you'll say, oh, so that was the that was the forces that was heard. Not necessarily so. You can't assume that retroactively we'll say that was the ones that was hers. It wasn't hers necessarily. He doesn't hold the Breira. Whereas apparently then the Tanakama does hold the Breira because the Tanakama says. He says, you know, you make, um, uh, you make one for obligatory, one for non-obligatory. Somebody might die. Why make a box for them? Even, he, even if he doesn't say, you know, for sure that somebody died, but it's possible that somebody's going to die, right? So if somebody's going to die, what are you going to do then? So according to Rabbanan, the Rabbanan's mash from the Farshman here, they say that they would hold Yesh Brewer, and you could say, okay, so when she put the money in there, even though... Obviously, it's a very little chance that those were actually the four coins that she gave, but they give it all together. It's as if to say, whatever, you know, you bring my carbon, that money will be, that bird will be for me. We don't know which, which bird is for hers, but whenever you bring the carbon, it'll be designated for her. And the same thing with the money. That's apparently what the Rabbanan say. But clearly says less brave, and therefore you can't, you can't have that option. Ephraim, yeah. Ephraim, mm-hmm. when they, we, we seem to have here a mass chatas giving, right? Right. Mm-hmm. All right. So according to Rabbanan, yeah, yeah. So we don't. So the Kohanim would bring all these birds and do the malika and sacrifice them, and whatever. Their, and, and their mind was for whoever brought the money, whoever brought the money, I'm bringing it for that person, even though he didn't know that this is Rachel Basleya, right? They didn't know this this bird. They said so whoever. Yeah. yeah. In effect, there's always Brera there. No, no, because. Um, because he's bringing it for whoever's money that bought. In other words, when they take that money and they buy birds, now they've got it in the bird form. It says, whose bird is this? Whoever paid for it. Not, 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 no. Exactly. Not, so no, that's, no, that's, no, 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 no. Brera is, is to say that retroactively I can pin it on a particular person that I didn't know in advance. But here we're saying you don't have to know in advance. Everybody brought their animals. 500 women brought, brought their money. With the 500 women's money, you bought 500 animals, and whoever's money went, went for them. It didn't have, you don't have to say retroactively, it turns out it went for her. No, her money originally, originally went for that carbon. It went for the carbon, and, it, and I'm giving it. Two people bring me some money, right? And they say, um, I want my money to go uh, to, uh, you know, to, to a particular poor person. They didn't want to give it directly. They gave me their money, right? Now, they put it together in one box. They each put a dollar in a box. I don't know whose dollar is whose. doesn't make any difference. Both of their dollars fulfilled their purpose and went to that particular poor person. Each person's dollar. I didn't know which dollar was whose. But both dollars went to that person without having to say retroactively, it turns out that it was for him. No, his dollar went to that, that person. The same way I'm saying that each person's money went to buy his or, or her uh, birds, and the aunt, and the Kohenim brought it, and they said, whoever paid for this, whoever's carbon it is, it is, without saying retroactively. If you say Brayer, Brayer means to say that when I take the four coins out of the, out of the uh, box, I can say, oh, this was the money that she gave. That you can't do. Yet you can't do. But I could say all the money could, be, could buy all the kabatas, and each person's money went for his carbon. That's not Brayer. Rabbi Yosef, Rabbi Bone, Amr Rabbi, Amr Rabbi. Why can't they just buy all the birds and sacrifice them? And at the end of the day, when they have the four extra birds left over, say, that was for that dad. There, that there lady no, didn't have her birds. There are no extra. 
There are no extra birds. The problem is if, if somebody died, if somebody died, you can, her money cannot be brought used as a carbon. Her money nor her bird can be used as a carbon. That's the problem. After they bought the birds. They bought the birds. No, no, no. They bought the birds. And she died before they sacrificed them. If she died before they sacrificed them, they have to stop. That's the problem. I'm asking that they bought the birds. And before they finished sacrificing, she died. That's right. She died while they they already had the birds in hand. That's right. And then she died. That's right. Okay. At the end of the day, they have four extra birds. There's no. So they know that these. No, no, no. Yeah, but but they don't know. They don't know whose bird is whose, and and they. they you see, if if everybody is healthy and all five hundred women are, are 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 okay, so bring all the birds, no problem. But if one of them died, you don't know whose birds whose birds are hers, and hers birds cannot be sacrificed, according to Rabbiuda. According to Rabbanan, you could because you could just say whatever her bird is, uh, you'll destroy one bird and say that's her bird. Or if it wasn't purchased yet, destroy her money. That's not good enough, according to according to Rabbanan. You could say yes, but it turns out that's her bird. Rabbiuda doesn't say that. Rabbiuda says no, you can't say that's her bird. We don't know whose bird she, whose bird is hers. Rabbon Amar Rabbah Bar boy, he asked this question. Harayalai eats. When a person says not Harayalai eats, the mission says if you give wood in plural, then you got to give two. If you give one. Maybe Gizrecha. Can you bring one? He says, Yes. Amr Blazer Masnisa Amr can we see it in the Bryce also? Shazek Karbam Fnatsmo, that each log or, or block of wood is considered a sacred a sacrifice. Vizekom Fnatsmo, because it says the two of them together, right? Because it says that uh, uh, each one that the, the Bryce says like this. Each coin brings one coin. You need two coin to bring it. So therefore, each one is considered like a separate carbon. Bryce says two in their hands, like two, two, two koanim each bring uh, one log. So it shows it's, it's a carbon, each carbon, each log is a carbon by itself. How do we know it's called a carbon? Because it says when you bring minchas carbon, so the pasuk says minchas carbon, shows you lerabos it's eitzim. Why does it say carbon? To show that eitzim is also, that you have to burn it with, is also considered a carbon. Rabbi how, how big were these logs? He says, Ovein, their thickness was an ama. Ba'ama shechek is a very thick ama, meaning a little bit larger than an ama. Ba'archa, in its length, ba'ama was a was a truncated or a short ama. wasn't the full ama. Why is that? We'll see why. Rav Chona B'Shem, Rav Ami, He says that they were, it was like the um, the stick in a balance scale. Uh, according to Mepharsh here, he says that uh, the thickness and the length were both the same. Like on a balance scale, the the piece of wood, the stick there had it w- was the thickness, and the wood was the same. Not that one was a little bit bigger, that the that the thickness was a little bit greater than the first uh, sheet here, than the length. He says they were both the same. He says like this: could very well be that the length and the thickness were the same, not like the first Tana, but even whether. Whether the first Tana said that the thickness was a little bit bigger, more than an ama, and the length was a little bit less than an ama, the one who says that they were both the same, they both agree that the length was a little bit less than ama. Why? The Tani came because there was there was only on Moshe's mizbeach. There was only the whole wood pile was only one ama. So therefore, the wood the 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 wood this uh, the wood had to be a little bit less than it, otherwise it would protrude. The Tani came. We learned that uh, in a this way also. We're going to have this later on. Ama Yesod. 
Moshe's uh, Mizbeach was smaller than the one later on built in the base of Megdush. And there was one Amma for the base that stuck out, Amma Sovev, one for the Sovev that was the walkway around at the, at the six Amma mark, uh, Amma Karkov, and one Amma for the Karkov. Now, a Karkov, many times we have means the design around the size of the Mizbeach, but Karkov also can mean the walkway between the Kronos on top of the Mizbeach. Okay, the Amma Kronos was one Amma for the Kronos. Really, the Kronos, if you're looking at it uh, from a bird's eye view, you look down, you see the Amma of the of the Yisod um, first, the base, then the Amma of the Sovev sticking in further, then the Amma of the Kronos, the four corners on the Tamas Bech, and then inside the Kronos was the walkway, and then inside that was an Amma because the whole thing was only five Ammas uh, each way. So the Amma Marocha, and one Amma, meaning five Ammas from the midpoint. We had a machlokas about that from the midpoint to the outside, and the Amma of uh, the Marocha itself was the wood pile, was only one Amma. Levona, if you donate uh, spices, you have less than a handful. Over here, when it comes to the minchas nadava, when you give an adava of your own free will, that's, that also you can give. You can give an adava, we said of an ola or a shlum, you could also give a mincha. So it says over here, azkara, a remembrance, for and also by minchas chote, if a person sinned and he's poor, he can only bring a mincha, there it also says azkara. Maskara, homer, laholan, malakomet, there talks about a handful. Afaskara, makana, also malakomets. Also, means Koma. Ima Askara Mora. So, therefore, therefore, the comets that we talk about over here, uh, by Minchazov, it says you have to bring frankincense or, or these spices with it, but it doesn't mention comets. It just says Askara. But by Minchazchote, where it talks about the, uh, the Melokumtso of the flower, there it talks about Melokomets. So, therefore, we, the Levona is also Melokomets. The Levona by Minchazov is also a handful. Ima Askara Mora but one amen. By the Lechem Apanim, there are two, there are two comets. Why? Because remember, Lacham Aponim were six and six. Each one had a cup of frankincense. So each one had a comets there. So why don't you learn from the Maskara Murlaholan Shnei Komsen? There it's two Komsen by Lacham Aponim. Afaskara Murkan Shnei Komsen. Maybe here it's also two comets. Amarvilam Klum Lamandul Komets. How do we know how big there is? Elmim and Cheschote. Even there, how, we, how do we know that it needs a comets? Even by Lacham Aponim, it's only learn out from Min Cheschote. So just like there, Malaholan Chomets, a Chaser Puzzle. It can't be less than a comets, but a comets is enough. Afkan Komets, a Chaser Puzzle. Comets is the comets, the handful is all you need. That's the minimum. You can't have less, but you don't need more. The thing that Ravila said about a misnad of Lavona, maybe comets, how big is that comets? How do you measure the handful? But comets shall coin. You take the large the largest coin who's serving that day and use his comets, because he's the one who has to do the comets, right? He has to do the comets. Remember, a shita could be done by a czar, even though it usually wasn't done by a czar because they weren't properly trained. But the the comets of a mincha has to be comets which is the, by a mincha which is the equivalent of shechita by an animal has to be done by a coin so you have to use make sure if he's got a big hand make sure it's enough for his hand no any comets is good enough even the, of the owner who's bringing the carbon that day zav if he if he offers to bring gold he shouldn't have less than a dinner zav amrav lazar vushis ketsur that's only to mention a coin. Mention a coin, the smallest gold coin you should bring as a dinner's off. Avalim Lois could soar. If you didn't mention a coin, maybe I feel so you could even bring uh, like a gold fork or uh, any other uh, instrument or a vessel. Shishal and So we said that the, the largest amount, there are 13 boxes, but the last six were for Nadavas. Why six? <clears throat> so he's like this. Chizki Amr, can I get Shisha about the Avas? He says, because there were six different 
uh, families, uh, paternal houses of them. Within that, there were more individual families, but the general families, there were six. So can I get those six? You know, each one had its own box. Can I get sheish behemoths? Because there are six different kinds of animals that are brought as a carbon. We said there's three, right? There's three species, cows, goats, and uh, sheep. But within them, you have parvaegel. Some are the, the, adult, the adults and the babies, the calves. And you also have Vesar, Vesar and Io. You have a goat and a, like a, an adult goat and adult uh, uh, sheep or a ram. And Gediva Tlen, you could also have a young uh, kid or a goat. So there are young, a young uh, kid and a lamb. So therefore, there's a, if you count that, that's why there's six. A Shmuel Amar, and different, different Karbanos, you know, some needed an adult, some needed a child, uh, uh, an animal. So, so that's why there was six. Shmuel Amar, can I get Shisha Karbanos? Six different kinds of Karbanos. What are they? Kine Zavm Zavas. That's considered one. Zavm Zavas, male and female people, bring the same idea, bring uh, two birds. Kine Yoldos, give birth. That's the second category of people who, give, uh, who bring a couple of birds. Again, according to this, right, um, it's interesting because, because these are Nadavas. So Zavim and Zavos are really obligations. And same thing with Yoldos. But he says, Keneged, those six. So we have these ideas. Chatos for sin offerings. Shamas guilt offerings. Menachos, uh, flower offerings. Asir Saifa, the coin that the coin body. So Keneged, those six. Because there's a lot of free will offerings. Again, it's a little bit strange that the um, you know, that the boxes of the free will offerings are Keneged, things that are Chiyuvim. But in any case, Rabbi Yochanan says, because there was a lot of money being given, they gave a lot of, that's why there were so many boxes, that the money shouldn't spoil if it didn't have, if it couldn't be aired out properly. Ksiv, the Pasuk says, when they finished restoring the base of Migdash, they brought before the king, Yoash and Yoyoda, the Kohen Gadol, they brought before him money. There were two boxes. Right. And we'll see over here, Pesach says, He took an oron and he put a hole inside and people put money in the slot. And Yomit says, And the Melech made an oron. So it sounds like there were two boxes over here that they used. Right? There were two boxes that they used at that time to bring, in, bring him in. He's not talking about the 13 chauffeurs. Over here there were two boxes when they finished. Apparently this was for Betacabias. So were there one box for Betacabias and one possibly for Calum over there too? So he says, Rav Shimon Rachman says there were two boxes. These aren't the boxes. Remember, the 13 boxes that we talked about before were all basically for Karbanos. Here, these two boxes, one was for the Kalim, the big Kalim, and one was for Betacabias. So <clears throat> that's what he said, there were two boxes. Time to have at the top of your test. The Davach says really just one box. They made one box. And the coin Gadol, Yoyada made a, made, a, made, a, uh, made a hole inside. There was only really one box. Remember, so there was only one box. But Yoyada put it inside the base of Migdosh. And then the king said, No. Outside. Not in the base. Not inside the Echav outside. In other words, there's really only one box. And that one box was for Betacabias. One box for Betacabias. So, but you, 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 you ought to put it inside the Heichal. And the king commanded they should put it outside because the, the Tmeim also wanted to donate and they couldn't go inside, so they put it outside. 
Yosef says, Achlo Yosef Beis Hashem Sfos Kesef Mizmaros, etc. What does that mean? So, different Shatim over here. My Mephorosh over here says like this that, Pasuk is Achlo Yosef Beis Hashem Sipos Kesef Mizamos Marcos. The Beis Hashem, they did not use, they did not make uh, all kinds of in- uh, vessels and instruments, uh, musical instruments. Rather, the Pasuk goes on Kilose Amlachi Nu, Bechiskis Beis Hashem. They did not use this for, uh, for Kalim, but they used it for Bedeka Bias. What he meant to say is like this. That uh, according to Farsha, I guess just like the end of the mission, the mission said that the Ashamu Asham Asham Hashem, that what? That this was not right. If it went for Hashem, that's clay, Kalim, clay shores. Those are instruments that are, that are simply for, uh, for Hashem, for Hashem, meaning that they stayed from the service of God all, all throughout. They continued to be service of, they were service vessels that were used. But as opposed to a carbon, which went partially for the coin who got to eat it, and partially burnt to Hashem. So he says over here also uh, that they, just like the Kesav Chatos and Hashamos didn't go to Hashem for Bedeka bias, but rather went for the coin of the Mizbeach, right? Went for, it, was, it was burnt on the Mizbeach. It wouldn't go for Bedeka bias, meaning Bedeka bias meant really totally for Hashem. But it went for the coin and went from the Mizbeach, burnt up or eaten. So the same thing, the Kesav, the Kesav Sipos and the Kesav Mizmoros and all Kesav that was donated didn't go Lashem, right? Did not go Lashem meaning for Bedeka bias, but rather was given to the Kohanim, so the Kohanim used it for uh, Bedeka, in other words, it went for, for, to, for their, uh, to be employed for Bedeka bias. It went to the Kohanim to give, be given for, for, for their use in Bedeka bias, but it didn't go for, um, it, and as he says, I'm not saying it correctly, he says, it didn't go Lashem Lahainu Lebedeka bias, but it was rather given to Kohanim. According to this shot, it was given to them as a payment for their services, but it didn't really go for Bedeka bias, which would have meant permanence for Hashem. That's his shot. Another shot over here that Rabchinim Shav Yosef is really arguing and saying that there were really two boxes. In other words, it didn't all go for one purpose, it went for two purposes. These two boxes, one was for Bedeka bias and one was for the clay shores. All right, we'll start from the new parak tomorrow, Mitzvah Shem. Have a good day.